0: This is George Conner of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode continues our 2019 Chicago Bears journey. Martin Plant comes back on the show because uh, number one, he is from the United Kingdom, and number two, the Bears played this game in the United Kingdom, and sometimes a gimmick is worth exploring. So. I like Martin uh, quite a bit. I say that a lot, and the reason why is because everyone that appears on this show and talks about the Bears with me is someone I like quite a bit. Uh, That's kind of the reason why I do this, is to stay in contact with people. The Bears are sort of an excuse to do that. That's why the first, I'd say, 10 minutes of this show is about the Chicago Bears, and then the second half of the show is more about vacuum cleaner sales. It'll all make sense if you listen to the end. Without further ado, here's Martin Plant and I on the Chicago Bears' Week 5 loss to the Raiders in London, but the Raiders in Lo- it doesn't matter. The Raiders are still in California. You- You'll get it. Anyways, they're playing in Vegas next year. The Raiders are going to lose a bunch of fans. Here's the show. I'm not too bad. How's yourself?
1: I'm fine. Do you think the okay. Bears are fine? <laughs> um, Yeah, I-, I think, honestly, it's just a bad, it's a bad quarterback combination. Like, Chase Daniel has played for so many teams, and he's fine. He is fine. You know fine. what I mean? But but then that's the thing though fine isn't good it's it's fine but you know what i mean if your doctor if your doctor sewed you up and went yeah it's fine you'd be like well did it go well it was, you know it's fine i mean how good fine. are
0: drugs how good are the things that are going to keep my one failing body part alive is my defense strong enough to beat at least 10 teams to make the playoffs
1: I mean, I think it depends how long you think Trubisky's going to really be out. Which, considering it doesn't seem too long, at least if he can come back and maybe the break will do him good, that's a potential possibility that he'll actually come back a little bit more rested, a little bit more, you know, on his game. Because, I mean, really, we kind of had that game going. Like, we started terrible. Yes. um, And then we figured it out. Like, we started to get rolling. We scored 21 unanswered. That's, you know. More than good. That's usually solid to win you a lot of games. The, this Mitch is
0: we're... the this is the fun
1: hypothetical.
0: If the Bears end up doing well like last year, with the with the not great start and then finish strong, this will be the turning point that said Mitch's injury was actually a good thing overall because he got a break. If they mm-hmm. shit the bed, they could easily blame the injury and go, "Oh, that travel to London—that's what did it." So they have a automatic out in a way where. Any other season, it's a little bit more difficult to pull off that BS.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the problem with making the London comparison is so did the other team, and they technically traveled further. I don't You disagree. know what I mean?
0: I, I'm not saying – it's not like, were pl- like the home team was a London team. No, I'm not saying that in any way. I'm just saying now the way the rest of the season plays out, the narrative has already been written. It's just plug and play of which scenario is more suitable.
1: Agreed. I think also, too, though, if Trubisky has another bad year, like if the next six, seven games, he's just not doing it, if he's not getting 300 yards, if he's not getting a couple of touchdowns, they're going to have to look at the quarterback situation deeper anyway. And that opens up a lot more possibilities of what's going to happen there, because you're putting all your faith in this kid who has the ability, but does he have the wherewithal to keep producing that ability? You know what I mean?
0: Did you at any point wish Derek
1: Carr was the Bears quarterback? I, I wish we had a solid quarterback option because that's where, our, I mean, that and really a little bit wide receiver, that's, that's where our weaknesses are. Like your offensive line is doing fine. Your defense is the best in the league. But the thing is, whenever you give him the ball – you, you're not confident. You're not solid. That two-minute drive going down the field, it's not like a Drew Brees mm-hmm. or a Tom Brady as much as I hate to say it. Well, you know what I mean? You know they're at least going to put it somewhere near on the money. You know there's a chance, if you're down by three with two minutes to go, that you can go down the field and maybe get something. I feel like with the Bears offense, and it's been this way all year, even the games we won, even when we... I mean, we played the Redskins, which is kind of like playing a, a sickly child in a sure. royal infirmary, but You know what I mean? That was the only game we looked good offensively. And that's because, you know, they're the Swiss cheese of football defenses right Mm -hmm. now. You could put anything in there.
0: It's really difficult to read this team, to figure out where they actually are in in terms of talent.
1: Right. And also, too, one thing that's going to happen, and I think has been happening for the last few games, that it makes total sense. There's no blame to be placed here. But the defense, as good as they are, are having to do so much work because they're spending so much time on the field.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By the fourth quarter, teams are starting to really put points up against us because they're exhausted, which they're supposed to be. You know what I mean? They're, you're supposed to have at least a somewhere at worst a 60-40 mix of your offense and your defense being on the field at each time when it's more like 80-20. You know what I mean? When they're running the clock down and run play and run play and – they're spending eight, nine minutes on a drive while your defense is in there, and then you go three and out. You know, There's only so long that they can do that, and that's, that's not going to win you games. You at least have to give them a break. You have to give them a chance. If they are going to be what wins you a game, if you're going to get enough turnovers and you know, fumbles and punt returns and things like that, you have to give them the time. And right now, we're absolutely not giving them the time. We're just demanding of them and giving them little in return to work with.
0: Of the first five games, I think that the Bears haven't actually looked that bad in any of them, and they looked the worst in the game they won against Denver. I think, even though they lost against Green Bay and they lost this week, like this wasn't that bad of a loss. Green Bay wasn't that bad of a loss. The offense sucked
1: clearly, but the defense looked great. I just, I don't think that they've really had a horrible game. Yeah. I will disagree with you on the Green Bay game. I honestly think the Green Bay game was one of the worst games of football I've seen for a long time. No, neither team cared. Neither team wanted to win it. It was like watching the end of a season rather than the start of a season. Sure, it was like watching two teams that aren't going to the playoffs who don't care and we're just kind of getting a paycheck. All
0: right. well, um, it wasn't a but, blowout though, so maybe I didn't. That's why I didn't feel so bad about it.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think I think we haven't looked terrible. I mean. There, there's way worse teams. Let's put it that way. Oh, there's, for sure. You know, the is it the Monday night this game this week where it's uh, the Redskins and the the Dolphins? No, the, I mean
0: the, that is not going to be on Monday night again. The Redskins are off of Monday night football. They've already had their one game against us.
1: Oh, okay. I might be third um, to them. I forget. I forget which
0: lineup it is, but I know it's it's coming up this week. It is it's, this it's, week. It's it's Miami Washington. Also, yeah. I mean, and, I don't know if you saw this. Do you know what time Jay Gruden got fired?
1: No. Five a.m.
0: <laughs> there's no reason to do
1: that there's not one no no there really isn't like at any, like unless you imagine that the guy was just full of hate like Dan Snyder's just liquid rage and he's just trying not to do it he's trying to get to 7am and he's just sitting in bed fuming like he's picking the cat his wife's trying to calm him down with herbal teas and he's just like nah fuck it no, we're doing it now yeah. we're doing it now
0: uh, I'm um, going to ask you some very nationalistic questions because you're not from the country that I am from
1: Okay, this is correct. Do
0: you think NFL games should be played in the UK?
1: Not particularly, no.
0: Is it just me, or did the UK crowd, mostly made up of Raiders and Bears fans, probably from this country and not the country you're from,
1: didn't it sound really loud the entire game? Yeah, but that's what English... like. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to like an English soccer match, or even a European soccer match, but I, I can only really compare it to English ones. But like the whole thing is a performance people are vocal the entire time it's like a form of intimidation it's like that whole seattle Thirteens man thing you know like where it's just get your get yourself get your team be loud make a noise distract them make sure they can't make play calls cool, things like that but that's that's the thing with english sports in general especially like football like it's just it's loud you yell you scream you're drunk mostly but that's you know that's part of it
0: and from a viewer perspective from a fan perspective that's awesome. Is there any way to get that in the States and having the players play in the city that they are supposed to be representing?
1: I mean, well, here's the thing. So the strangest thing to me, like the very first time I ever went to an American football game um, was was that Bears game. And so I was sat in the crowd and, like, in front of us was, like, a, a guy in Colts like, Colts shirt. Mm-hmm. And I just, I said to my buddy next to him, I was like, that guy's brave. And he's like, why, why would he be brave? I'm like, well, he's sitting here and a whole bunch of Bears fans in a, in a Colts jersey. I mean, he's he's probably going to (laughs) die. And he's he's like, no, why would he, why would, why would that happen to him? I was like, so I mean, because people are going to throw shit at him or push him or hit him or something. And they were like, no, no, we, no, that's not what's going to happen. We're just going to look at him dirty if they win. But like, that's, that's pretty much what's going to happen in England whenever you go to a soccer game, the away team, the opposing team has their own section and you are not allowed to go anywhere in that ground. It's illegal for you to go anywhere else in that ground apart from your own away section. And either side of those sections is literally about 60 to 70 police officers, either side, mostly with horses, because in case anything goes, they need a wall of police to get you because this is what like English football is. It's the game and then that, like, real hate rival culture thing. And you will be escorted out of the stadium by the police. When you leave, you'll be escorted onto buses or to your cars. And then, you know what I mean? It's like you have a police escort. You're basically the president whenever you leave any away soccer game because people will kick the shit out of each other. That sounds and so awesome. <laughs> well, it's weird, but that's the thing. That's the amount of passion that's in it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Americans don't have passion. Like, they, they very clearly do. It's, it's just different. It's just a, a difference in mentality, I think. But uh, both, have their, both have their points, you know what I mean? Oh, you're for going sure. to feel more part of your tribe in, a, in an English soccer game, but you're, you can also leave a game here without a concussion. So, I mean, it's, you know.
0: Is there, oh, I feel very dumb asking this, is there fantasy soccer the same way there's fantasy football? There
1: is. There is um it's done basically you know you pick like certain players mm-hmm. and it's like by like goals and assists and saves and clean sheets like no goals allowed if you're a goalkeeper and, and stuff like so that but yeah yeah it exists
0: is that changing the way people are so tribalistic if you have a guy you you have your team that you care for because you're from there but then you might have a guy on the other team that they're playing and he's on your fantasy team so you're not really wording
1: against him you know what i mean yeah i mean fantasy football is way bigger here. Like, I mean, in England, it's it's more, some people do it, but it's usually like, it's a thing where somebody will just start a league and you, you, you start, but there's, there's no real, like, it doesn't matter. You'll take the loss that week. Really. Okay. You know what I mean? If your star guy is going up against your team, you hope he whiffs out. But like here, yeah, that there is that thing where I, it's in a way it's good because you'll watch games that you don't care about, mm-hmm. you know, because you care because you have points on it because you have money probably invested in it with your friends where, you know, you really need Edelman to get you like at least two touchdowns, even though you don't really like the Patriots. But, you know, that's what needs to happen. Are um, you glad that this is the Bears bye week? Yes. Yeah, it I think this is well needed. Our, I think it's about the perfect time for yeah, it.
0: Yeah, in, in a very unexpected way. I, I used to think that this was way too early. But now, due to the injury, due to the London trip, it, it, it seems ideal.
1: Yeah, no, I would agree. It, it's a regrouping time. You, what you need to do right now is really figure out what you want your offense to do and how you want them to do it. Because also, our offense hasn't been the same any week, week to week. Yeah. Like, first week against Green Bay, they, were, they gave Trubisky kind of the reign to kind of, you know, go make big plays. And he couldn't. Like, you know, maybe he can't all season. I don't know. But he, he couldn't. Like, he was just throwing balls in the middle of nowhere. He was getting picked. It, it wasn't good. It didn't look confident. So the week after we're doing like running plays. We just kept running the ball. Every pass that he made was like short. It was like five, six yards. Mm-hmm. And then the next week it was mostly all defense. You know, it's so it's, I don't think they've got their offense figured out defensively, obviously, you know, the play calling's right. The accuracy's good. The players are there, but offensively. I, yeah. I, I don't know what you do because if you don't have a quarterback who can do it or you don't, your quarterback doesn't have the consistent ability to play the game plan that you need to play, your offense really needs to kind of start from the ground up. You need to go back to, like, day one and build up what you can do, how you can do it, and who's going to do that for you, you know? Do you see
0: any parallels between a team figuring out who they are on the field and a stand-up comic figuring out their
1: voice? (laughs) Um, I guess. I guess. I mean, in a similar vein that it's trial and error, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Normally there isn't, like, 27 people who are all invested in helping me get, you know, better. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I could see that thing, but that's like anything, any, anything in the world, like is, is like that when it's a, a malleable thing when it's going to be something that can change and you have to adjust it on the fly or you have to try different things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In the same vein that I might be doing a joke and then I'll realize halfway through it that like people are not, this is not a subject they want me to talk about or this is not going to go over as well as I thought it would. I can bail out and go back to something.
0: Final else question. The back of my head. Final question here. If would you ever perform with a with a sports jersey on? And if no, would you respect anyone that performs in a sports
1: jersey? Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think it makes any difference whatsoever. Really? Yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. How? A hundred percent.
0: Um, If I saw a man performing in a jersey, I would have less respect for that man and not in a, like, fun, like, he doesn't clearly care because he cares, but he cares about odd things. And it's a, – it's a, every, everything we're doing is telegraphing certain things about us, like whether you wear a suit, whether you wear a T-shirt, whether you wear a blah, 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 blah. And if you're wearing a jersey, all I can think about is, uh, I, number one, I'm judgmental, and now I'm thinking about that, and that's bad. <laughs> And number two, all I'm thinking about is, why that jersey? What does this represent? Why are you wearing a LeBron James jersey? Or why are you wearing an Edelman jersey? Or why are you wearing a Dennis Rodman jersey? What does this say about us? And now I'm no longer paying attention to your act. Interesting. Well, once again, I've established yeah, no, I'm a bad I, person. I, that's, this is not a healthy thing. No, no, I shouldn't no, judge it's not others' bad,
1: clothing. It's not a bad person thing. I mean, here's the thing. I've never, I've never, like that whole theory about clothing anyway. Like anytime anybody's ever on TV and they're a guy, they're in like a nice suit, your newscaster, the guy who reads it is always like in a very bespoke suit. Mm-hmm. Like, like whenever somebody goes, to court, whenever somebody gets arrested for something and they have to stand in front of a judge or a jury, they're in a suit because the, the whole definition is if you're in a suit, they're not going to believe you're a crackhead, even though you're definitely a crackhead and we're trying to get you off the hook for being a crackhead. But it's like, to me, it all just seems like a lie. Like, it's all, like, I'm more skeptical when you are in something like that. If a guy knocks on my door and says, hey, I'm trying to sell soap. Like, it's great soap. it will get your carpet super clean. I would trust him more if he was just in a comfortable pair of jeans and a nice looking, like, T-shirt than no. I would a guy who knocks on my door with a suit and a briefcase and tells me about soap why because I'm like, all right. Why are you
0: the door to strangers in 2019? No, oh no, It's near
1: Halloween. I'm getting practice in. That's fair.
0: Number two, have you ever bought anything door to door?
1: Uh no. I, I never have. Although I did uh, I did spend like three days working for a company that did that because I was desperate for money at the time. Did and they you really? they promised Yeah, they promised good wages and it was it was just it was just the sketchiest thing I've Where ever been a it? part of. DC, it what is it in you uh vacuum cleaners. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no. Uh the uh yeah, this whole thing's like a story in itself, but Wait, okay. yeah, I went to I went to an incredibly nice office in Alexandria Virginia. And uh it was like a twenty fourth floor, beautiful, like fancy drop some money office in a expensive part of town, right mm-hmm. downtown. Uh and I met with a guy who was like a young hip cool like see uh and he was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, I think we'll be good. We're a Fortune 500 company, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And then he said they did full job training. And so I went downstairs to try out this full day training thing. And this guy in a suit says, hi, like I'm Dave. I'll be taking you around for the day. And we go down, and he's in like a Dodge Omni. It's just an absolute piece of shit car, and it's full of crap. Like It's just loaded, like, bags and old windscreen wipers and bottles and everything so he like kicks some shit out of the way and then all we do is drive around to 7-eleven like little gas stations and solo and like indian grocery stores and stuff and all he does is trapes in there with a box you know why you need this because your back floors right here they're just not getting clean what you need is this handy vat and i'm just like i really need like eighty dollars Oh my god! I how, long, how long did you do it for? Three days. Technically you... two, if you include one day's trading. But like, yeah, two days was enough for me to be like, okay, this is, this is why people commit suicide. This did you is get paid? this is. Yeah, I did. I got I got paid. I got like my I I sold one. I sold one vacuum. You did. And then, yeah. What was What was gross about it though is like I sold them this vacuum, and then like, yeah, I'll take it. And then I kind of want to be like, what's wrong with you? Like, don't buy this. Like, I know I just sold it to you, but don't be stupid enough to let me sell you this. Like, have questions in your mind. Like, don't. So, like, I started weirdly kind of talking back out after I'd sold it. it Was was this, I'm assuming this
0: was commission-based.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you don't get paid unless you sell the vacuum. You get paid for training, which I got paid. For that day, going around with that guy, and then I got like a terrible base amount, and then I got the cash for that one vacuum cleaner. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it's Funny what you'll do when you're a comic, and you need a second day. You'll just be like, "Well, it's in the day, so I guess I can, I guess I can
0: do that."